2: Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning. Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. It's working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Ah, yes, welcome to the post-game podcast. Jerry's not here. Today I've got Eddie Schizary. Oh. Podcast people. Oh, the podcast people say hello to you too. Here's just something I noticed, Eddie, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure you you know you're a man who's has uh, multiple dogs. You've had dogs your whole life. uh The dogs love the sun. Yes. Why do they not get sunburn? Um.
1: Well, the fur. The you hair. think the
2: fur is blocking it?
1: Yeah.
2: And it's keeping them from getting sunburn. What if, like, my dog has no fur on her belly? Could her belly get sunburned? I would imagine it could. Yeah. But
1: when they're outside, they usually don't do that rollover thing. Yeah. You know.
2: In the house, though, they lay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the dogs lay, they will search out the sun. Yes. They'll move to different bedrooms. If you have a house with multiple bedrooms, looking for that sun coming in.
1: And I notice uh, with, with, in my yard, because yeah. you know, I have a fenced-in yard, even when it's hot, they will love to just sit out, and it's like beastly hot. I'm like, what are you guys
2: doing, right? And when you touch your dog, sometimes yes. they're like burning hot,
1: and they get, the, and then the heat brings out that that musky smell. Oh, is I that don't know right? If that happens with whimsy, yeah, but certain dogs, they get that that smell. You know, they've been outside in the
2: sun. <laughs> Do you think it's dog sweat?
1: Uh, well, dogs don't sweat. Yeah, that's why they pant. They sweat through their feet and their and. Uh, the pads of their feet and the panting. Uh, they don't have like sweat glands like you and I have, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know why they do that, but they love it.
2: My dog has smelly feet.
1: Yeah, well, that's the sweat.
2: Yeah, like if I uh, I have to put like some ointment on her one paw pad, mm-hmm. and like her feet smell.
1: I always like uh, a person's smelly feet. Th- think it um it, they smell like Fritos. Yes. For whatever reason, <laughs> not that it's that unpleasant. It's not like people's stinky feet, right? But it does certainly have an odor.
2: I mean, I guess it makes sense. They're walking around with no shoes on all day oh, yes. long. Agreed. The walking through. I also wonder this because uh, my dog has been pretty good at it. So there's uh, where I walk her. There's uh, geese poop everywhere, mm-hmm. and then there's also dog poop that people don't pick up. Yes, she's pretty adept at not stepping in it somehow that's that's pretty good do you think they're aware of their four feet and like when they see a pile of poop coming they know not to walk in or has it just been dumb luck
1: uh no I think there's a certain sense that they have yeah. to avoid that um my dogs will avoid it uh except for when they're just running around with the crazies or playing occasionally and they can't help themselves yeah they'll they'll step in it in the backyard but we try to do a, a good job of picking up the poop as soon as As it is deposited. Yeah. Because my oldest dog, she likes to eat the poop.
2: Ooh. That's a rough one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's gross.
2: Yeah. But not
1: harmful because it's something they do in nature. They eat their own poop? Yes. Some dogs, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And I don't know what... There's a name for it, which I'm forgetting, but uh, it's gross, but not harmful.
2: Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Because I know they don't like when people's dogs eat goose poop.
1: Yeah. That's also... uh, like a pate almost
2: yeah but i think that actually is just like the geese all they do is eat uh grass
1: yeah again i don't what think I heard. it's harmful
2: yeah i don't think it's harmful either it's just disgusting because then we yeah. kiss our dogs yeah, yeah. even though our dogs lick their own genitals and butts
1: that is also then we kiss them but as dog owners you just it's a thing
2: yeah you get past it you do which is really weird it's bizarre especially like, i didn't think i'd be able to get past that mm-hmm like, occasionally, when I'm picking up dog poop, occasionally, I'm telling you, like, maybe it's happened twice, where it's gotten on my hand. Oh, uh, yeah. And you're just like, oh, this is disgusting. But right. you, I wait it out till I get home from the walk, and... Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, and it's just, like, an adorable, like, I imagine what people have with their children if their child poops on them. Yeah. It's just like, well, that's my kid.
1: Right. Yeah, obviously.
2: Like if your dog if I touched your dog's poop it would probably disgust me, but my dog's mm-hmm. poop is different.
1: And occasionally uh I will and I've learned not to even ask anymore. Um when we're going for the walks and we see that another dog owner has left the poop, I will say, We should just we should pick that up just for the benefit of all dog owners and my wife is like I am not picking up another dog's poop. Right. I pick up my dog's poop, but not another. And I don't understand that.
2: I I, I do get that.
1: But I, I've I've lost that argument so many times, I, I don't even try
2: anymore. So she doesn't want to pick it up because it's disgusting or because the other person do, didn't do it, so why should she? And
1: I think that's a very small part of it because you know the whole greater good argument would yeah. go against that. I think it's just more whatever it is you're feeling. yeah. That she is uh, averse to that.
2: I think about that too. Sometimes there's a uh, someone in my neighborhood who has two Great Danes that they walk ah. together. I was like, oh my god! Like, what type of bags is this yeah, guy they carrying? They have to
1: bring the full like shopping plastic shopping bags.
2: <laughs> so disgusting! Yeah, it's like elephant poop. Ah, and there's two of them. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you're always picking up.
1: I use this something. product uh, called Bernie's Perfect Poop. And it's, I would, I would, uh, say it's, uh, as advertised. What is it? It just makes the poop, it's like a little powder, like not powder, almost looks like a, like a granular thing you sprinkle on their food and it just, uh, helps the poop, uh, not get that squishy. I mean, of course it's going to happen at some point in time just for things they've eaten.
2: Is it a flavored, uh, uh like powder type Yeah,
1: thing? I guess it has some sort of a flavor. It has an odor to it, but it's a, nothing that. You know, dogs and a lot of animals like stinky food, like yeah. the stinkier the better, um, so they don't mind it at all, and it does make their poop very
2: easy to pick up. I was using a thing called Ole, it was, this is a brand name, Oleo Carrots, mm-hmm. and it's uh, these little pellets mm-hmm. that you're supposed to put in water first, and then when they when it expands, then you put it in mm-hmm. the food. Well, the dog wouldn't eat them, wouldn't eat the food if it was in there. So mm-hmm. then somebody suggested just don't wet them, just throw the pellets in there. Yeah. And she was eating them, and then it was expanding yeah, in her stomach. Of course, yeah, Oh, it was helping a ton.
1: And then you stopped that.
2: Well, they yeah, actually stopped wanting to have them in her thing, but this other thing sounds interesting. Yeah. Bernie's Perfect Poop?
1: Yes, Bernie's Perfect Poop. Okay. comes in a bag, and you put it like a—and you have to— build it up like you don't want to give her that the her ultimately f- full amount right away i guess a too much fiber situation oh, perhaps okay. so you you uh you start with like a quarter measure and then build it up to whatever i think they take a tablespoon now and your dog's about the same weight as mine yeah
2: my dog's a little heavy they told me at the vet
1: is she over 70 no not over seven. no yeah
2: not yet. I think she's uh, sixty, but I think when I got her and brought her there, she was fifty three pounds,
1: yeah, and that's uh, seven pounds for that total body weight is a larger percentage.
2: yeah, but she was muscular when I got her. She mm-hmm. was a racing oh, dog. She was, now right. she's like uh she's like an athlete that stops uh, working out,
1: and I don't know about Raymond is just one of those like uh, one of those people who's just naturally fit and athletic and yeah. trim annoyingly um without any work and he is just he is just solid muscle.
2: Yeah, I think the pit bulls like and he's part pit bull. Part right? pit, yep. Those pit bulls are muscular without doing the work.
1: Yes. Yeah, they're just big barrel chested. Yeah. Not that he, he's not a full pit, so he doesn't have the barrel chest, but he is he is tight as they say. Yeah.
2: Tight. Uh so I started this conversation with this idea that uh, the dogs are laying in the sun and they're not getting sunburn. Mm-hmm. I follow like a bunch of um, ingredients people on social media. Yes, I'm aware. Yeah, it's just people telling you these are the things you should eat. Mm-hmm. These are the things you shouldn't eat. There is a growing um, thought that if you eat the proper diet of whole foods, meaning mm-hmm. you're not eating processed junk food, uh, that you would not get sunburn. Is that I, possible? I
1: think that's BS. Myself. Their theory
2: of it is like back before we had all this processed food, caveman era. Mm-hmm. After that, like were cavemen getting sunburned, or were they not getting sunburned? Like, is is sunburn a newer thing?
1: Uh, I would relatively newer in the history of uh, the human species. I would just say, just meaning yes. like
2: like when like when do you think we decided like hey we probably need to start protecting ourselves from the sun for our skin, not just because oh, being in the sun is very hot and uncomfortable.
1: I I, I would think when when the Europeans, or the more properly, maybe the Northern Euro- Europeans, started going on long sea voyages, where you know the you know when you're out on the water, the sun can really beat you up. But um, people who like uh, are naturally darker. See, some of the Mediterranean, like Italian. and I'm part Italian, but I don't have those genes for the darker skin. You know, they they weather the sun much better than, like, say, a Norwegian would. Yeah. So I think when some of the the Northern Europeans started sailing a lot, I I think that probably became a thing where they were looking for something to— I don't know what they used back in the day in the early times of
2: it. but What were they using?
1: I I don't know. I have no idea. I've never looked at the history of... I've never taken a deep dive into the history of sunburn.
2: Yeah, because these. I'm telling you, these ingredients people that want you eating all healthy things, Mm -hmm. they'll tell you that that, uh, if you're not having processed foods, your skin won't burn because you need the sun. Yes, you do. And then also that sunscreen is all chemicals that get absorbed in your skin, and that's bad for you.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, uh, I I think that's a little BS. I know we need D3, obviously. From from the sun, they say. Yeah, yeah, and I actually have a deficiency, so I take a D3 every day. They say
2: most people have deficiency in D3. Uh, I
1: would agree because we're not out. Yeah, we're busy
2: having to go to work.
1: Right. We're inside all the time. We we evolved outside in the sun. But, um, you know, humans evolved in Africa— And they, uh, people who live in more sunnier areas have naturally darker pigments in their skin, which help them.
2: So they don't burn.
1: As they can, but not, it would, they can weather it a lot better than fairer skinned people. When, when humans migrated up into less sunnier climes, that they, the, the, I guess a natural selection for darker pigments wasn't as important important uh, when they got into, you know, areas that they weren't getting beat upon by the sun as much.
2: There are also certain people that always look tan,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Like if you are an outdoor worker, you mm-hmm. have like a, a a landscaping business. Sure, you're a surfer dude. Yep, those people are always tan.
1: Yes, and. And then there are a certain percentage of them who never develop, like, skin cancer problems. Right. But then some do.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the balance, right? Mm-hmm. So you say, okay, I need the sun for vitamin D. Correct. And it's good to get sunlight. Sure it is. Keeps you in a better mood, all these sorts of yes. things. Yet, you could burn yourself.
1: Yes. And I'm a fair-skinned person, yeah. as are you. Well, like, Jerry and Geo, they, you know, they get really nice and dark and tan. Where I get just more red. I don't really get a, a nice tan.
2: I wonder if Jerry, when he's doing all those Little League games, is he, oh my God, is yeah. he um, putting uh, sunscreen on you, uh, think?
1: I don't know. I'm sure he's wearing a, ca- a hat. Yeah. But I don't know how much he needs. Like, I don't need, my wife doesn't need, she's uh, Chinese, darker pigment of her skin. And she doesn't need as much sunscreen as I do. Hmm. But I have to lather it
2: on. Yeah. You got to pile that on. You got to mm-hmm. put that zinc thing across your nose. Yeah.
1: Like that picture Gio took of me at, uh, down at the Super Bowl. Like, yes. On the, we were on that boat.
2: Yes, you were all...
1: Ridiculously lathered up.
2: Yeah, you were all lathered up. Mm-hmm.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com.
2: I also got a, I made a purchase. It actually just showed up last night. I didn't have a chance to uh, test it out, but I'm going to bring it in here tomorrow. I bought a uh, a thing to test water. Okay. It's like a parts per million thing mm-hmm. where you dip it in the it's like this device that you dip in the water Mm -hmm. and it tells you how many parts per million of bad things are in your water. Potentially bad things. Yeah, because I want to test it on all sorts of things. I want to test it on New York tap water. I want to test it on our filtering system in here. I want to test it on my filter at home, tap water at home. Now,
1: it's long been thought. Yeah, I don't know how true it is that New York City tap water is like some Of the best,
2: that's what I've always heard, but
1: and best tasting. Now, I did notice as a kid that our New York City tap water on Staten Island was much better tasting than the New Jersey water.
2: Once you moved to New Jersey, you realize no, this?
1: No, when I would be have a reason to be in New Jersey and had to drink tap water because yeah. back in the 70s, people that's all you drank You'd tap water everywhere, right. water fountains, this, that, whatever, right out of the hose. Yeah, of course. So, um, and of course. Then when we went on like vacation out to Salt Lake City, terrible water, terrible really? tasting. Yeah, terrible uh, tasting water, like a harder water, not a softer water. Um, but I, I did. But but as the decades have gone on, I find that New Jersey tap water is is fine as well. Yeah, I don't know if what changed, but
2: there's not there was nothing better as a kid in the summer you playing wiffle ball or whatever, and then you drink out of the hose. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. my gosh. Yeah. That was delicious water. Yeah, it was. Hose water.
1: And we're still alive. Still
2: alive. hmm Yeah, the only thing, sometimes you'll see, like, um, pictures of the water pipes mm-hmm. and what they look like. Yeah. And it's like they've got so much junk in it that just a, a yes. little tiny piece of the open pipe is where all the water's getting through.
1: Yeah, all that buildup over the yeah, years build of all the min- minerals, yeah. calcites, and all that stuff. Yeah.
2: Because um, some people say, like, that our water has all sorts of things in it because, like, you know, like, they'll say, like, if you, you know, they do these uh, pill programs where they'll, they'll you could drop off your pills that you're not using mm-hmm. to, like, the police and they'll yeah, dispose of them. Yeah, unused prescriptions. Yeah, unused because people were flushing them down the toilet. Yeah. And then when you flush things down the toilet that they somehow get into the water system. But then how's all well, our poop not in the water system?
1: Well, I mean, the sewage, yeah, it goes... I think the, that that sewage... I don't think they... I didn't think they recycled the water, but I know they treat it. Yeah, they treat but it. it. And then I guess it could get into the the ocean or groundwater yeah. or stuff like that. So perhaps that's what they're talking about, not necessarily our drinking water.
2: Yeah, they, no, yeah they, these people are talking about drinking water, that even like birth control is in our drinking water cuz women are peeing out women on birth control urine has birth control sure in it and then it's getting in our water
1: i i see i Freaking don't, women peeing I don't in the no, water i don't
2: know about all that yeah. i don't know how i'm going to find out i got a testing kit yeah. coming uh and i know
1: they do put fluoride in it yeah, and which I know people don't put, like and i know they put uh chlorine in it yeah and every once in a while on certain days if it's certain humidity or whatever you can smell it from the tap water, the chlorine. Is that right? I can.
2: Do you use any type of filter at home?
1: Uh, We have our... Refri- I usually get my drinking water from the refrigerator.
2: And that has a which filter. Which has a
1: little water. Yes, it Built has one in. of those. Well, you know, you change it. Yeah. Those are it. pricey, right? Yeah, they are. I don't know what they are, but I know they're not cheap. Yeah. But they last like six months or something. Yeah. I guess. I might
2: have to send you home with my uh, tester for you to test your refrigerator... Filtered mm-hmm. water.
1: And I know that's a like a charcoal filter.
2: Yeah. You know. Yeah, they say the Brita filters don't do anything. Like, really? it's very little. It uh. does very little. But I'm going to put that to the test. This is going to be part of my experimentation. Well, I
1: know when I first put in the filter, you're supposed to run it through. And that yeah. first thing comes out, like, you can see the dark particles yes, of, of, of the, the, the charcoal. Yes, of the charcoal, yeah. Which is not harmful to you. And right. it's actually a great natural filter. Like, if you're out, if you knew how to build a filter yourself... You could make make a great filter.
2: Mm, nice charcoal filter. Sure. You ever see those things they sell for, uh, I guess it's for like doomsday people, where they have like this this long thing It looks like a long straw, mm-hmm. and it's filter built in, and you supposedly can suck up creek water, and it it's all filtered out.
1: Right. Well, I think for, I, I know for campers, they sell these things where you can drop a, something into creek water if you don't have your own water, and it, it does. Purifies it purifies it. Yeah, because you're really out in the woods, at least in this area. I think most areas of the country are worried about giardia, which is little little uh, protozoan or whatever, a little bacteria or something. I forget exactly what it is. But uh, that causes uh, uh, what they uh, call beaver fever, which is it's basically diarrhea.
2: Beaver fever.
1: Yeah, because that's what I guess maybe that's where they thought it. Came from that was get you know, beavers had it and it went into the water. And yeah, but you're supposed to purify or filter your water if you have to drink spring water, right? Or else you get giardia
2: or beaver fever.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. You got to be careful about dirty beavers,
1: hey, <laughs>
2: that you do all mm. sorts of ways, all sorts of ways. Eddie, you got to be very careful. Uh, then finally, I was in Home Depot this weekend, okay, and I saw this cool machine. It's a it's a uh, it looks like a big washing machine or dryer. it's both in one machine
1: where you just it drops down into the dryer. Kind no of it's
2: just one tub. Oh. you throw your laundry in. GE makes it. it's called uh, I wrote it down one and done. you throw your laundry in there. it washes the laundry then it dries it in that same thing like you don't huh. do any transfer.
1: Wow. Because I've seen the ones that are stacked where you can just kind of like somehow just uh, I don't know if it's like, you know, uh, uh, saw the lady in half kind of box where you pull out a thing and yeah. it drops into the I've seen those uh, stacked and actually maybe even you ha- you might have to take it out and put it in the bottom one or whatever. But i I've, I've seen that. Yeah. But not what you're talking about. Yeah, this about. is
2: looking cool. One and done. One and
1: done, it's called. Now I, I I wish I would need be in need of a washer and dryer. That would be cool.
2: Not only that, this one does not have an exhaust thing. What? Yeah, I don't know how it dries it without an exhaust. And is there, it must be a dryer vent, I guess. I don't know.
1: And what do you, do you, do you then, do you have to come back to put in your dryer sheet if that's something you want to use? or? I yeah, you would have to. Yeah. That kind of defeats the purpose of the yeah. one. And,
2: and, and it also it connects, of course, like everything these days. It connects to an app, and it'll let you know your, your wash is done. Yeah, yeah. But it looked really interesting, mm. and yet it also, sometimes when things have so many electronics and features on it, it's just like something's going to break.
1: Yeah, you're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. And then we have to get a new motherboard. Or yes. a, you know, It's not like the old ones where it was just, oh, the dial's a little stuck. I can yeah. just fix it myself.
2: But in some ways, it looked cool. Like I, I want to yeah. uh, look at reviews on it just to see. What...
1: GE one
2: and done. GE one and done. It was like $2,100, $2,200. That's it, it was reasonable. cool looking. It was very reasonable. I don't understand how it doesn't have a exhaust, though.
1: Yes, that is odd to me.
2: Very strange.
1: Yes. Yeah, I I don't understand.
2: I'd love to try to explain that to my homeowners association when they go, uh, you know, because like every two years, you got to show them that you got your uh, stuff cleaned out.
1: Dryer vent. Dryer
2: vent, or you could cause a fire. Sure, I'd be like, no, I don't have a dryer vent. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) What are you talking about? Right. Nope. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to look up that and report back, and then I'm also going to bring in my water tester tomorrow. Okay. And we'll play around with it. Excellent. Well, I'll play around with it at least, and I'll give you the details. Yes, maybe I'll do a thing for digital. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do the warm up next. So. so-